0: Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P. Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Joining me is Sumit Peer and we are going to straight jump into Karnataka elections and then take a look at Pakistan because everybody is surprised at the results. Let's welcome Sumit Sumit ji, Namaskar and welcome to P. Guru's channel. Shri sir,
1: Namaskar. Pranam, Sadhuwa to all, Varakam to all. Thank you very much for the invitation. Always a pleasure.
0: Thank you, Sumitji. Sumitji, aapko main, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I yield the floor to you. You have had a look at what happened in Karnataka, the only state where BJP was in power. Um, Some mistakes obviously happened. How do you see it? Because I already weighed in my opinion. I'd like you to share your thoughts.
1: Right. So thanks for the opportunity, Sri, sir. A lot of things. uh, I have been in a couple of TV debates since morning and I can give you the synopsis. There are seven or eight points which have been important here. I mean, you can't admit that there is not a mess-up from the BJP side. There is a mess-up. Nobody can deny that. And Congress has a sizable victory. So, and you know, congratulations for the sizable victory. We are not even denying that. What are the things? First and the most important thing, I have 8 or 10 points to make. First of the important things, Shri sir, is none of the exit polls or 90% of them did not predict this number. They predicted a hung house or a aspaski fight where we are known and the JDS will be the kingmaker. Right? That is most of them looked at And all of them were beaten what we saw today. Now, why were they beaten? Let's get into the numbers. Let's get into the specifics. The first and the most important thing what I could analyze is uh, based on the media reports and based on doing a lot of TV debates and all. The first and the most important thing is in BJP, our concept of Panna Pramukh. Panna Pramukh is, you know, one Panna. Panna means vote. Panna means a page. So in page, there are around 100 names. That is electoral list. For a constituency, for a town, there are these panna so every panna has 100 names so at a panna level there's a panna promote assigned. that means this person is supposed to cater to these hundred names be in touch with them talk to them make sure they have the voter card make sure they have their voter card is linked to Aadhaar, make sure everything without them with them is right then it goes to the booth level now every booth has an in charge who gives a number how many people are expected to vote how many votes have been polled, how many are we supposed to get so this information gets collated and then there are uh, internal and external uh, agencies who do the survey, who call up people and try to collate this information. Now, as per the information collated, it looked like the election was in favor of BJP. Now, if that is the seat, if this is the number which we are getting, and the numbers what were predicted are different. The numbers of exit calls predicted are different. That means something went ro- wrong. I'm saying with a lot of responsibility went wrong at the Panna Pramuk level or something went wrong at the Booth level. The numbers did not quantify to the claims. I would rest, leave it at that. The numbers did not quantify to the claim. Why? Who did it? Why did it happen? Was it a mistake? Was it deliberate? Was it something else? That, I said, that a kind of complete introspective needs to be done at this level. Point number one. Point number two is, Sri Sir, the Lingayat vote has swinged favorably in favor of Congress. I mean, there's no denying and Lingayat's control around 120 seats it has swung favourably in favour of congress so uh, now a lot of people ask me mr Shetter leaving, has it impacted mr Shetter has lost the elections so it has not impacted much but there was uh, there was some dissonance so it was favourably disposed to congress point number 3 which is very important point is mr bumai said i take the responsibility we started late now the logical question is mr bumai why did you start late you are all the time in the world who were you know holding you back sarkar you are in government what stopped you back that's point number three. Point number four, which is very interesting. Now, let's go into specific into numbers, break them into logics. BJP vote share 38.9% intact. So, there is not a miss from the BJP vote share. That's not an addition to the BJP vote share. But there is a 5% addition to the Congress's vote share. Now, if you go deep, where does this vote share come from? This vote share comes from JDS. So the debacle of JDS has been the gain of Congress, and Congress, three, sir, exactly loses five percent vote share, and B and uh, sorry uh, sorry JDS exactly loses five percent vote share, and Congress gets exactly five percent vote share. Whatever you lose, I gain. Go into specifics. Where did they lose? How did they lose? Uh, this old Mysore area, and this bombay uh, Bombay-Bangalore area. This is essentially minority-dominated areas. Traditionally, minorities have been voting JDS and Congress. Now, this time around, the minorities have very carefully voted and masse Congress. They have deserted JDS. Now, what is the impact? If you do the analysis from a number point of view, the 5% addition of the vote of Congress will percolate down to the kind of seats what we are seeing, 135 around. And for BJP, 65 around. So, when you look at a percentage of vote to conversion of seats, Congress did a fantastic job. So, they kind of got it to the maximum possible level. Who has lost seats? JDS has lost 17 seats. Where has JDS lost seats? Mysore and this Mumbai-Bangalore area. So, Kumara saw me. What his plan was that I'll be the kingmaker. It will be a hung house. uh, He had planned to fly his guys to Singapore. Maybe he had already done some arrangements there. So, Singapore is out of Indian jurisdiction. So, I'll be the kingmaker. I'll, I'll, I'll cut deals with both. So, whoever gets me in the better deal, I'll walk that. That has been their traditional model. And JDS depended a lot on Gauda vote and depended a lot on minority vote. Now the minority vote has been swindled by the Congress. It has moved to Congress. Now the question I want to ask here, when Hindus, as a Hindu, you are a Brahman, you are a Kshatri, you are a Vaishy, you are a Dalit, you are a Gowda, you know, Vokalinga, Linga, Linga, Tamil, Telugu, Kannadika, Marathi, Marathi Brahman, Tamil Brahman, Dravidian, you know. Thousands of divides. So you are supposed to vote like that, and if somebody comes and tells, look, Mr. Hindu, because which we are all Hindu, then is the caste system. You are supposed to you kindly vote me. Polarization. But when Muslim vote moves en mass from one party to another party in India, this is not polarization. This is normal electioning. This is my right. This is my constitution gives me that privilege to do that. But when a Hindu voices en mass, what is this polarization? today even after getting the vote Congress was talking is polarization politics of BJP which was defeated Now I'll take you three or five days back maybe five seven days back reason I was on one of the debates and suddenly this budget uh, this uh, banning of the the issue cropped up, and uh, equating Bajrangdal dal with PFI cropped up. Now I myself said I said Congress is crazy why are you shooting yourself in the foot now what did Congress do what a lot of people don't realize? they were they had to play this muslim card but they waited for the right time they waited for the time when bjp did not budget for it did not anticipate for it jds was not even aware of it sir five seven not ten days before the election you timed this pfi dal issue as a reiteration to my commitment so what happens this vote shuck within seven days moves here now what is the response time jds says nothing would BJP have done any, anything? Possibly nothing. They timed this. I was myself wondering, why should they time this Bajrang Bali, you know, Bajrang Dal versus PFI? There's no comparison. PFI talks of breaking the India. PFI talks of armed revolution, rebellion against India. PFI talks about judgment days. PFI talks about, I'll get Muslim countries and we'll, we'll, we'll turn India into a Muslim republic. I only need 10% of Indian Muslims to support me. They have relations with ISI, Muslim Brotherhood, Hezbollah, everybody. And, you know, they, thus, all literature is out and open. So how is a Bajrangadal, which is a cultural organization, and PFI, which is a terrorist organization, comparable? Now, I was thinking, even I could not understand in a TV debate, why were they trying to bring in? Sir, logic what is the logic of doing this? Now, I understand. They got the timing right. They sent the right signal. What's moved at the right point of time, and they gained. And this is one more disaster. Not only this, I lied on. Now, BJP gave, I think, around 80 new faces were given tickets. Not more than 20% then would convert those tickets into wins. Now, what was the logic of these people? What was the winnability of these faces? Why were these people given tickets? And why these tickets could not convert into wins? Now, you sum up everything. And now, what is the Congress saying? It is, this, it is, the, it is the You know, communal politics of BJP. It's the Bharat Jodo Yatra of Rahul Gandhi. It is Sindhira Mayaji, It is Kumar Kumarji. It is Karageji. They are magic. They are worked hard. Uh, Mr. Surjevala was there. Sonia Ji went for campaigning. That is how they worked. But if you get into the nitty-gritties and if you break the logics, you know, like you break algorithm, you will understand. This is how exactly this happened. And this is how exactly they played the card. That is why the things like Tipu Jayanti came. That is why the things like Tipu Sultan is a freedom fighter came. That is why they said we'll celebrate again Tipu Jayanti. Now, we were wondering why should Congress do it? But traditionally what happens here, sir, If you look at the Am Army Party, Am Army Party has always cannibalized on Congress. So, whatever Congress was getting cannibalized, that led to the formation of Am Army Party. That is where Am Army Party got its roots from, got its you know, food and butter, bread and butter from. Now, this time around, Congress did two things. It copied Am Army's model, they cannibalized JDS. Uh, You know, in fact, Mr. Kumara Swami's son lost from a safe seat. You can imagine the kind of miscalculation or the political miscalculation of JDS was one. Second, They also copied one thing from our party that is the so-called that guarantee card. We issue a guarantee card. We'll do this. We'll do this. That guarantee card is a typical army party. Stint. So Congress copied it, but all said and done, Congress could pull it along and at this kind of a vote share, we're expecting BJP to settle somewhere around 65, 70. And that is where they settled. The highest Congress could go. It has gone. But if you look, unfortunately, the difference is double 65 to 135. You know, the difference is almost double. So these are the things where the introspective needs to be done. These are the things where you need to re- work, go on the drawing board. And these are the things what you really need to plan your strategies around, because 24 is around the corner. Though assembly elections and national elections work in a different algorithm altogether. But there are some serious learnings, which I could sum up into seven, eight, uh, you know, sequential points with logic why did this happen why did all exit polls go now nobody in the exit poll would know that what is the game plan just seven days before we'll have this uh, bhajirang pfi got in we'll have to celebrate Tipu jayanti we'll commit a lot of things and we'll try to swing the things so th- the only question which i'm asking since morning is what is the definition of polarization in india hindus what voting en masse is not their electoral right it's polarization. Muslims voting en masse is their electoral right. So in English dictionary or in our constitution, in our IPC, then we should have a different uh, definition of polarization. Polarization will depend then on community. Com- polarization will depend on state. Polarization will depend on what suits me, right? Because this kind of thing is getting really, really absurd. But at the end of the day, whoever wins the election is a winner. It doesn't matter how do you win or what do you win. Congress has won. Mr. Shiv Kumar has won. Sidhani ji has won. And Congress is all happy about it. Now they're saying, we'll replicate this model. Uh, we'll kind of wipe out Modi 24. It will be a Congress. Rahul Gandhiji will be the prime minister. But they forget, can he contest 24? That is still a subjective question mark. But anyway, that is their there, right. And Kejriwal Ji even wants to become a prime minister. Mamta Didi wants to become a prime minister. So there are a lot of prime ministers here in India, maybe around a dozen of them. And I once sat on a debate, You look, look today, it is very difficult, unless until you come up with a change in the constitution, wherein every month there could be a new prime minister. So one month DiDi, one month Kishori one month Rahulji, one month uh, Akhileji, one month uh, you know uh, the Yadavs of UP. So like that you could you could have this you know arrangement wherein every month we can have a different prime minister. But to the best of my knowledge, so far constitution doesn't allow it, unless until you have the plans of amending the constitution and getting it approved. But uh, on the on this on the serious note. Uh, there's a lot of introspective which needs to be done. There's a lot of things which Karnataka has done. Uh, I would say it's a blessing in the disguise because before 2024, uh, I mean, this is a kind of a call which has shattered you, which will compel you to do an introspective, which will compel you to go back to the drawing board, talk to the Karta, understand where did it go wrong, how did we go wrong, how could Congress pull such a quick thing, and you know, nobody seems to know. Even uh, what I'm baffled, Shri, sir, is that JDS doesn't even seem to know what happened to them. JDS is decimated. And now forget the kingmaker. They're not even a power. They are not even a power in Karnataka. Mm -hmm. So after five years, uh, you know, if today Mr. Kumaraswamy's son loses after five years, what will be the fate of JDS is highly debatable and with Mr. Senior Gowda, H.D. David Gowdavji, you know, looking at his health and age, you know, a lot of things can happen. We hope and pray for his long life. But things, things are at that state. So. JDS has really got into existential crisis and JDS that, uh, you know, good old formula of becoming the kingmaker and putting my weight behind the person where I get the best deal. Even that has been called off. And a lot of things in the Indian politics changed today after this election. So a lot of thinking, a lot of introspection needs to be done. and A lot of people need to go back to the drawing board and understand what went wrong. Where did it go wrong? How did it go wrong? And uh, how did such a thing happen? And how could the other side pull it so fast, you know, and so quick? G.
0: Yes, indeed. And uh, I mean, Congress is good at winning elections. We have to tip our hat to that. And uh, there was a feeling in the last three weeks that JDS was losing ground and BJP was thinking that it was gaining ground. Unfortunately for BJP, that calculus went wrong because that en masse it moved to uh, Congress. Congress. So this this, this is winnability also. So as much as BJP thinks, you know, I need to put this particular candidate because he is the most winnable candidate in that constituency. Congress may have done its work also. You okay. you I, I, so there are things there. Plus, you know, you look at Mr. Bommai. He doesn't exude any charm. You. I mean, I'm just telling you same thing with Kumar Swami also. Look at, um, you know, the Siddharamaya or D.K. Shokumar, these guys are in for a fight. Chalo, karo, karo. I mean, the people like this kind of bravado stuff. So, I don't think it was Rahul Gandhi that swayed the whole election. These guys are good. They know what their thing is. You know how to win the election. They know where to grease. They know which, which wheel is squeaky. So that they can put Greece there and it can move. So let us move on. Democracy is one. So I think that is the most important takeaway here. And there is a lot of things that needs to be thought through. So let's hope that BJP gets that uh, mindset right. I still believe that this cabinet isn't the best cabinet and that Modi needs to use some people who can work on their own. But that is something that Modi may have, it may be too late for him now to do anything anyway for 2024. So let's move on to Pakistan. Yesterday, I had a 10-minute session where I had some information about many people in the higher ranks being dismissed because they refused to shoot at their own people. Sumitji, tell us a little bit about what happened because uh, Imran Khan got bailed, but he was not allowed to leave the high court for two to three hours. Then he gave an interview from inside the court. And then right. they sort of let him out. So, what exactly is going on right now? Is Two questions. Is Asif Munir back in Pakistan or is he still outside? If he's still outside, then who's running the show?
1: Okay. she sir, uh, before we get into Pakistan, I have just one uh, you know, comment on the previous uh, part yeah. we did. You know, uh, now today, now Mr. Gandhi will still say that democracy doesn't work in India because he went to Cambridge and said, democracy in India, mein mein, it's not working. Now, the Europe and the Western powers should intervene. So, now today I believe the EVMs are working. Today I believe the VBPAT is working. Today I believe the Election Commission of India is working. Today I believe the religious polarization has uh, not happened. Today I believe that there's no imminent Muslim genocide. And today i believe all the things constitution khatre mein, today i believe the modi has dismantled all the organizations of india today i believe that nothing in india is fair and partial today i believe our press freedom is okay today i believe our hunger index is okay today i believe a lot of ratings which were messed up around us are okay so what 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 is something is okay because it cannot be that when you win an election, Mr. Gandhi, everything is okay and everything is hunky-dory. And when you lose an election, okay, this one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that everything is wrong as a everything is messed up, everything is compromised, everything is compromised, and you know that this country is falling apart and all. So this these are my two cents. I wanted to talk to Mr. Gandhi and some of his guys, and know, I know some of his guys will watch this show. So that I, I asked them even on the TV key boss. Kindly clarify on this. Would you still go to a Cambridge and say, you know, democracy in India is in danger? Now, if in democracy in India is in danger, how could you defeat Modi in Karnataka? That is the question I want. How could you defeat Modi in Himachal Pradesh? That is the question I want to ask. Or maybe Modi leaves a few states, okay, just to make sure the democracy looks good. Well, that is <laughs> not Modi. <but laughs> that is, so let's come to the pa- Pakistan. Yes. No sir, yes. few interesting things have happened in Pakistan. The first thing is, which is more baffling, is that there have been reports of conflicts between Rangers and people of Pakistan, which includes gunfire. So gunfire has been exchanged in various places. How many people are dead? We don't know. But as per reports, a lot of people have died. Point number two, there's a video out which I talked to you after, you know, last show also that this Dirty Harry telling the SP, hi, hey, Maro, yeah. kill a few. Right, so right. that is also now clear, you know, there are intuitions to kill people. Now, I also told that Ashur, Lahore, Quetta and Peshawar Corps commanders have been refused to take orders from Munir. That was a speculation, but now some of them have been summoned. I think all of the three have been summoned and asked to resign. Right? That is what has happened. And new core commanders may be sent in very soon. Now, what happened to the Army chief? What happened? Oh, sorry, what happened to the naval chief? What happened to the air chief? No word on that. Now, some brigadiers and some junior ranking officers also revolted. We reported that. Now what I know more than thousand, some people claim few thousand army officers have been arrested. There's a counterintelligence unit called 408, which does this work and and maybe hundred plus of their wives, a thousand army officers and a hundred plus of their wives have been also arrested because these wives were seen uh, kind of supporting Imran Khan on social media or these wives were seen kind of with the protesters. So the Pakistan Army is cracking down on its own. Why could Imran Khan walk out? Because where is Asim Munir? Some people say he's in Pakistan. Some people say he's still not in Pakistan. Shamshad Mirza Is he walking the talk? Because triple one Brigade could not be moved without this consent. But somehow my feeling is my understanding of the situation is Nandi Anjum is silent. Dirty Harry is silent. Shamshan Mir has uh, not spoken anything. We don't know where Asim Munir is. So there are visible divisions in the army after this Kuwaita, Lahore and Peshawar core commander episode is now out in the open after army kind of arresting its own people after for the first time in the history of Pakistan, army arresting the wives of its officers, wives. I mean, that is a bit too much, but that is what it is done. Where they have been taken, what happened to them? We don't know. Again, chartered flights are leaving Pakistan. Who is in these flights? We don't know. Ukrainian plane has left Pakistan. Did it leave empty or did somebody else go to Ukraine? We have no idea. Now, what did what did they try to do with Imran Khan? When Imran Khan got the bail in the High Court, first they said, okay, you have cannot leave. You have to be here. In the morning, we'll go take you to the High Court. If you remember, when Pakistan when he, they was taken to the High Court, two, two things came up. First, both the gates of High Court were guarded by Rangers. Okay, we'll let you go. We'll let you go. We'll let you go. But they were not letting him go. Then we came to know that the Police is coming to arrest Imran Khan. Then, in the main meal time, we came to know that Imran Khan has got bailed in all the cases. And I, I think up to 15th of May, he cannot be arrested again for any case. So, I think the plan was to arrest him again. Okay, this case you got a bail, now we'll arrest you in this case. Now, they tried to hold back Imran Khan. I think when Imran made a lot of rakas, the IG police came and told him, Sir, look, we don't have Izazat or the permission to leave you. But then Imran issued that video. The moment that video was issued, the ruckus started breaking loose. The hell started breaking loose. His supporters started attacking the government uh, property, including that Askari Tower. Askari Tower is where there are a lot of MNCs and all. It's owned by the army, so they set fire to that. They they uh, attacked a cantonment. They attacked a supply sub, uh, container full of supplies. A lot of health started breaking loose. So then. Suddenly, Imran Khan was released. Now, where is Imran Khan now? Imran Khan has reached Lahore. In Lahore, uh, Karachi to Lahore is a four-hour motorway drive. So, maybe for these people, because they get protocol and all, maybe two and a half, three, three and a half hours. Now, where is Imran Khan currently? He is in Zaman residence, Zaman Park residence of Lahore. This part of it is confirmed. He has reached Zaman Park. Now, what is Imran up to? Imran had said that today at four o'clock, he will address the nation. But to best of my knowledge, that address did not happen. When is he going to address the nation? We don't know there is one more it. now as per the supreme court directive Srisa, the elections have to be held on 14th by 14th not tomorrow Punjab is elections punjab elections ah, yeah have to be held by 14th or tomorrow is 14th now we know elections are not happening so supreme court had directed the head of parliament now who's head of parliament Shiva sharif correct so mr sharif you are supposed to conduct elections on 14th and Imran Khan had given the damki, he had warned them, look, if by 14th or 15th elections are not connected, the hell will break loose. So tomorrow will will the and, and I have one interesting thing to share with you. Now, will this Umar Atta, what is his name, Umar Atta Batial, the Chief Justice of Pakistan, will he summon Sharif? Even on this ground, he can dismiss the Sharif government as per the Constitution yes. of Pakistan. Yes. Because yes. I told you to do, you did not do. So I am dismissing your government. Contempt of court. So, yeah. Contempt of court. If you can send Nawaz Sharif out, you are not Shafiq and Pak, and you are not Iman We are sending out because you are not taking money from the country. He said, I am taking money from my son. My son is a rich businessman. No, no, that is not taking. We are send you out. Now, will Sharif be dismissed tomorrow? We don't know. Now, I have told you in the last episode that there is a is three people here. Sharifs, which Zardaris, of course imran and asim all the three cannot survive somebody has to go will something happen to imran khan everything is possible sir it is pakistan they have a good track record of killing their prime ministers no prime minister survived and uh, and and, then their their hitting gauge is quite good they can get rid of them anytime they can put a bomb they can poison anything can happen and Imran knows about it point number three where is Asim Munir? Does Asim Munir have the go-ahead to do the martial law? Because last night, ISPR issued a press release. Oh, we don't believe in martial law and all. Way we believe in democracy. I mean, it's it's like uh, how to say. It's, it's like yeah, it's like the Swan calling it black or whatever you say in English. So, ISPR talking about we believe in democracy. I mean, it's an oxymoron in itself. So that means either Americans are not agreeing to it. They don't have the green light from the White House or the martial law. Now, where is Asim Munir? Will Asim Munir survive or will Shamshad Mirza take over? Because if Shamshad Mirza takes over and on the, on the side you of this Umar Batyal, they are both Niazis men. Then it is all the game for Niazi. Now, how will they? Asim Munir is out of the game. Now, they have to bother about Sharif. For Sharif, you have one thing. Okay, tomorrow, sorry, sir. You didn't get it. conduct election. Your government stands dismissed. Why is Bill Lorani not talking? Why is Hina not talking? They don't know tomorrow, do have a job or not? In fact, I track Bilawal's plane. The Bilawal's plane uh, was seen in Pakistan. He has not left Pakistan. His plane at least is there, which is allocated to him. But he has a private plane also. What is his plan? Is he accumulating his wealth? Is he kind of brushing his other passports? We don't know. So things are still volatile in Pakistan. Every moment that things are changing, you know, out of these three players, at least one or two has to get out of the gear permanently or temporarily. Now, again, I would say, I would always say that the break of Pakistan, I said on your show also, sir, the breakup of Pakistan is imminent. Will it be with bloodshed or without bloodshed? Because Imran Khan does not have a lot of time. If they remove Bandial tomorrow, for example, uh, Prime Minister of Pakistan and President of Pakistan, can they can put a gun on Alvi's head and tell him remove Bandial. If Bandial is removed and they get a the next person who is their man, then Imran Khan gets into trouble. So before Bandial gets removed or before something happens to Bandial, he has to act. Now he has to act. There's a 14 the deadline. So it's a cat and mouse game. Who wins first? Who blinks first? Where is Asim Munir, And in this, in in, in what is very baffling is this. Uh, what is his name? Nadeem. Peshmit.
0: Uh, no, Nadeem,
1: Nadeem
0: Manjum.
1: Yeah, Is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. not I think, a word. He's not seen. Which side mm. does the ISI go? Because remember, ISI is an independent organization, it doesn't come under army. So right. if ISI yeah. moves with Niazi, then it's Shakmate. Then you have yeah. Bandial with Niazi, you have ISI with Niazi, you have the second in command with Niazi, and you have the Niazi himself, and you have Yuthyaz. So Yuthyaz is a very powerful and a big mass of people. What we are talking here now that, then
0: <laughs> Uthiyaz. Uthiyaz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a new innovation, sir. What, what they have invented, <laughs> and everybody yeah. in Pakistan calls them. Youthias. So now we have a we have a deadly combo here. Now Pakistan has to pay, I think, four point five billion dollars by this month end, and IMF has told them to arrange eight point one billion dollars. So IMF is not giving the money. Where will the next money come from? Now, in the present situation, the essential commodity stocks are going down. Business is closing 95% of the Pakistanis might go out of the job. Now inflation, I checked last was 48%. So when you cross 45%, it's hyperinflation. So Pakistan, congratulations to all you, all of you. You're already in hyperinflation, which cannot be reversed. That is economics. That's not my assessment. Huh? This is economics. I didn't, I didn't invent economics. So this is the kind of position there. And everybody is fighting for his life, for his riches and existential crisis. And somebody even told me I have two interesting things more to talk. I told him when Imran, how did Imran Khan come out? I was joking with somebody. Bhai, kya hua? What happened? What is the real reason? He said, you don't know? Yeah, of course, I don't know. Bushra Bibi. I said, Bushra Bibi? Well, she was burning these black goats and black chickens. And, you know, I this jadu tona, what you call the black magic. You have to burn these black animals alive. And with some some chanting and all that creates some power which will which will change the mind of you know this Muni Asim Munir and the Chief Justice of Pakistan and the Shahbaz Shereen and all. It was the black magic of the wife of Imran Khan, the Bushra Bibi, and the black chickens, black pigeons, everything black. She burned and black uh, goats and all. She, I, I think, I think she must have burned a half of container of them because she was bu- busy burning them. I said, Why were they were not arresting her? He said, Because they're scared of her. She has a lot of spiritual power. I said, Is it? what is she busy doing? She's burning them and doing some, you know, jadu, tona and this black magic and all. to free Imran Khanyazi. I said, what about the Jinn Brigade? I said, they were already gone on holiday. You don't pay their salaries. I said, no, no, no. Now we are giving them a lot of meat and we have promised them some credit notes. So the Jinn Jins are back to job. I said, I said so, sir, where, where, where does the credit go for releasing Imran Khanyazi? Oh, it's Bushra Bibi. So a lot of, lot of illiterate Pakistanis believe it's the Bushra Bibi and had black magic and the Jinn Brigade, which has done the magic. Now, there is incidentally, one more character in Pakistan, Molana. He said, looking at the judgment of Supreme Court, it looks like Supreme Court should be the mother of law, not the mother-in-law of law. Now, you'll be surprised. <laughs> what this has to with mother-in-law? Even I was surprised, asked me, Where did this mother-in-law come from? I said, mother of law, mother-in-law. Then I looked in, ka, kuch hai, there is something there. Na? I sh- I'm missing something. Then I looked, there was one video of umar Atta bandial leaked where his mother in law was talking to me say look this Niazi is a good guy umar you should you should have you should judge in his favor it is for the good of pakistan otherwise i will not be i happy with you so the mother in law chief justice of so pakistan was threatening him you better
0: leave,
1: <laughs> leave iran khan otherwise i will not be happy with you And he said okay 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 uh, i'll do it i'll do it now this is uh, this video is available you can pull it from here and even the viewers can pull it from so that is why this Molana was saying why the supreme court should be the mother-in-law not the mother-in-law of law so in pakistan even the mother-in-law of the chief justice can influence the law and the constitution of pakistan and uh, you know criminal code of pakistan so this kind of engineering wherein your influence can engineer the constitution just only happens in pakistan so with all these things happening, it is a wild west, racer. Anything can happen there. Anybody can die there, and we can have a very big, very big problem brewing at our borders because you know these people can come and mass. And I think a lot of people are already queuing up at you know U.S. borders. Also, a lot of Mexicans. I looked at a lot of videos. So what is going to happen next? What are we going to face tomorrow morning? We have no idea. We have Dr. Jay Shankar in uh, in Bangladesh. And I'm, I'm sure Dr. Jashankar in Bangladesh is not for a biryani there. Although he's a vegetarian. I'm not he's sure for a coffee there. He they are, We are trying to do something which I don't know what exactly it is. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very tricky situation at our neighborhood. And incidentally, incidentally, nobody in Pakistan is talking about the nukes of Pakistan. Nobody in the world is talking about the nukes of Pakistan. So my assessment is they have been already taken care of. So, if that is the assessment, why Americans, Chinese, Russians, Indians, nobody is talking at a drop of a hat? We'll talk to, oh, what about a nukes of Pakistan? What about nukes? nukes? Where are the nukes? Why suddenly everybody is like this? Okay, who is killing whom? Who is getting killed next? Oh, will Bandial go? What did the mother in law say? Now, where, where does this complices and this coffee come into? And we are all have sipping capachitos you know, and enjoying Pakistan and not bothered about all. So have the news been taken care of? My assessment is something is done there. What exactly? I don't know. And even I have been asking this on a lot of channels by what happened in the paradise point. Nobody is talking about that. So Pakistan has gone into anarchy. And eventually, sir, if you look at a lot of people, they agree that Chinese were the catalysts. Chinese foreign minister visiting there, either he cut a deal with Shava Sharif or he cut a deal with Asim he was a catalyst because these people went for the broke immediately when he left. Now, Chinese are completely silent. They don't we don't know. And incidentally, today, uh, around this Afghan border, around the Durian line, Baloches killed a few Pakistani soldiers. Now, Taliban and Taliban are saying we are watching the situation. And Taliban are also threatening Pakistan in a way. Look, the things are getting out of control. So, so I don't know. Where is this Asim Munir hiding? Because he is not seen in Pakistan. GHQ is vandalized. The poor commanders you are changing. Brigadiers you are arresting. Colonels you are arresting. Their wives you are arresting. I don't know about the kids. This only happens in Pakistan. So, who is controlling the Pakistan? God only knows. What is going to happen next? Nobody knows. Are they going to kill each other? Possibly, yes. Will a few thousand people die? Any time it can happen. Will Niyazi say see the morning of today? God only knows. Will Asimune survive? No, sir. Can't say. Will Shahbaz Sharif have the job by today this time when we are talking tomorrow this time? We can't see. So that is where the Pakistan is. And that is our beautiful, lovely neighbor with nuclear uh, arsenal. That is where we stand. And, you know, still I am smiling and happy because if something goes wrong, (laughs) I might get vaporized here. God only knows. So there (laughs) are a lot of things happening in Pakistan. And I think Americans are not pro martial law because if Americans were with him, he would have got the martial law. You know, that will that will empower Asim Munir. Because if he can cut a deal with Americans, look, I want martial art to be implemented. Are you with me? I have got the Chinese support. I mean, Russians don't matter in the Pakistan. So, okay. Indians will manage them. We'll go and do it. So, Asim Munir, why did last night around 1.30 a.m., ISPR have to come up with the press case. Oh, we are all for democracy. We are great fans of democracy. That's why we hang Zulfi Karolubutu. We killed Benazir Bhutto. We killed, uh, you know, Yaya Khan. We killed this. What is Ziaulak? And we were trying to kill the next one, but he survived. So why did they come? So is Asim Munir in power? Is he trying to cut a deal? Has he got the deal? And what is Sharif doing? And don't, don't underestimate Sharif's Srisher. Brother is still in London. Brother is very close, and they are rich people. There have a lot of industry there, and the brother is very close to Saudi royal family. Brother has also a lot of uh, in, uh, you know business relations with some industrialists in India. So the brother will be also using an influence from London to talk to Saudis, to talk to India, to talk to some of the power circles within India. Brother also, uh, Nawasharif also has some influence with with Americans. So he'll be also trying to use his equity. Asim Munir is trying to use his equity. And Niazi is, is trying to just make videos and tell people, be ready. Ho. Aapne you don't know, have to be scared, be ready, get your axes, get your knives, get your pistols, get whatever you are, and I'll tell you when to attack that is why we call them yuthyas. So youthias is, 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 is a title given to them after a lot of research and deliberation. So we call them yuthyas. So people will know what I mean by yuthyas. So I, and when I heard the name first time, I was myself confused. What does this mean? I think maybe in Urdu it has a different meaning. Then somebody, a good friend of mine.
0: Uh, we have uh, suffered a small outage for Swamiji. He'll be joining us right back. Uh, and in the meantime, please like this video. Also, please like, share and subscribe to our channel. If you have not done so already, please also click on the bell button for notifications. If you have already subscribed, then the subscribe button won't show up on your device. So that means that you have already done. So that is an indication that you don't have to do it. We are waiting for uh, Sumiji to come back online. Uh, There he is. He's back again. And we'll continue the conversation and go on to question and answers. Thank you so much. Sumiji.
1: Yes, sir. I'm back. You know, these Pakistanis are even entering my laptop. When I, when I blast <laughs> through, I interrupt in my internet. So, aray, bhaiya. Pirni. Pirni You know, gins, gins, gins. Are they fear someone? Oh, I can't see. Maybe I need that red glass of India. Then I can see a few. Next time yeah. I'll come with red glasses. So, if you see me red glasses, don't get bothered. Huh? It's because I'm looking around my... this am <laughs> looking who's after me. So, Pakistan. Concluding, sir, Pakistan is a madness. Anything is possible. And the only thing we can hope and pray, the shit doesn't hit the fan. We can hope and pray that it happens. But it can. On Logically speaking, it can and anything can go wrong. Because all these three players cannot survive. Somebody has to go. Alive or dead. Sorry for being direct. Alive or dead, somebody has to go. Somebody has to leave the game. If Asimuni lives, then it is Omar Atta Bandia, Niazi and the second Shamsherd Majdan. So, there is a combo possible. If uh, you know uh, Sharif leaves, still a lot of people can survive. And anyway, the Pakistani generals, and now you'll be asking, what will Asim Muni do? What is the poor chap good at? First of all, he's an alim of Quran. That means he's an he's authority on Quran. So he can go and work as a Molbi in any madrasa. That is a job he can get any day. And is dadi has, ah, 57 Islamic countries. He can. He has a certification. He can get a job. Second thing is, usually a lot of these uh, Pakistani generals, they become PSOs. Personal Security Officers of Arab Sheiks. Like, what was his name? Uh, I forgot his name. There was one of the Pakistanis. Kayani, Kayani, Kayani. Kayani. The guy, guy with the mustaches, mustaches wala. So he went there and he is a PSO of Arab Sheikhs. He went, when the, his wife goes out for shopping, he makes sure the you know the door is properly opened and there are a lot of people. And even they we went to these Saudis We said, you know, Asim Munir offered them. You give me some, uh, I think, $4 billion or $450 million. What I will do is special services groups, commandos. And 4,500 men I will send permanently. A lot of them will be SSG commandos, the right, best in Pakistan, to protect you. But uh, but I think the Arabs found the deal is too expensive. They said, these guys are too lazy and too untrustable. That like, tomorrow I might have to pay money somebody to protect me from Asim Munir's men. Because if they are with you with guns, so today he will ask, Baba, I have a lot of my guns, people around you carrying my guns. So how much are you paying me? No, 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 we don't want that. We don't trust you. So this is the madhouse what Pakistan. Is. So Asim Munir can become a PSO like his predecessor. And they can run the security arrangements and there are a lot of rich people in the world who need experienced PSOs. So there is a job, there is a possibility. So there's no dearth of talent in Pakistan and generals can find a job. And this this man is multi-talented. And he's the like Alim of Quran and he also can do a PSO's job. And uh, and, and in worst case, they well when they become generals, they also learn how to sell. Because most of the time they're calling people, ah, look, I'm calling from Pakistan. Inshallah. Good morning. Namaskar. Uh, can I have some money, please? Because we are doing this, we are doing this. We are going to liberate Kashmir. We are going to liberate this. We are going to liberate. This, we, are going to liberate we we have the Islamic bomb. We have this. So once you do so much of selling and pitching, so at the end of the day, you can end up as a salesman at uh, let's say McDonald's, or you know this what do you call uh, this full of whatever pizza, food chains. Pizza, 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 ha, pizza, pizza. Pizza to be chalega. Pizza and all. So there are a lot of jobs you can do. At least at least in the food chains, you can definitely you do and sell those baby napkins, nappies and all. So there's a lot of talent Pakistan has got. But honestly, she said, on a on a serious note, things are volatile, things can go anyway. And Imran Khan is not going to keep silent because if he's silent now, he doesn't he's know done.
0: how long the liberty is done. They might right. want to right. get Right. Uh, some questions, please. Rahul Rathod wants to know, BJP is itself responsible for Karnataka debacle except Modi, Shah and Yogi. Nobody is even capable of winning panchayat elections. Hope BJP will invest in tier 2 leadership before any disaster in 2024. Your thoughts.
1: Rahul Ji, Namaskar. I have narrated all the incidents logically with numbers in the first part. That what really happened wrong in Karnataka. There needs to be a lot of introspection. There needs to be a lot of things which have to be thought. And uh, you have to go back to the drawing board and analyze what happened at wrong at the booth level. Because if you don't and go to the booth level, you will never know what happened. And, uh, you know, uh, if I can be direct here, I will be. You see, Congress pulled a quick one. This movement from JDS to Congress was not anticipated by JDS, was not banked by BJP. Even I myself could not see it when they brought up this Bali and PFI and all that. I said, what why should Congress do it? It's an advantage to BJP. But today I am realizing after seven days, what have they done with this? So, but at the end of the day, after every election, there's a learning. Uh, and uh, when it comes to suggestions, when it comes to improvement, improvement is a 360 degree process. And if you look at, it at a 360 degree level, you will be able to do a holistic improvement, not a knee creation. reaction.
0: Next one, please. Chaitanya Taklay wants to know, is Qatar also funding Pakistan?
1: Uh, Chaitanya ji, Namaskar. Sir, Qatar has a notorious reputation of funding almost all the terrorist organizations in the world. And Pakistan being the epicenter of terror, why Pakistan should be exception. And Pakistan is the one you don't have to fund them, they will look for you. They will find you for fund. So you don't have to find to fund them, they will look find you to fund them. So they will look to you, they will reach you, they will say, paisa de do, sir, give us money, we are going to do this, we are going to do this. And let me tell you something about Qatar, which is important, maybe I have told this before. Qatar has only a population of 3 million. The natural gas reserves of Qatar are 74% of the total natural gas. Per capita income is highest. Qatar's GDP is around 330 or 350 billion. It's not a very powerful economy. But the population is less. They hold a lot of natural gas of the world. That is why you see their GDP now highest in the world. So a lot of people are under this illusion and delusion. Qatar is a very, very powerful economy. And Qatar is this, Qatar is that. It is nothing like that. Unless and until the world needs natural gas, Qatar is in the game. And especially after the Ukraine-Russian war, now the things have changed because uh, the natural gas and all have become a bit scarce. So Qatar has become an important player. And Qatar, and by the way, Asim Munir had also gone to Qatar.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Next question please. Srinivasan OMHV, did Amit Shah grossly miss on the strategy, he being widely known as Chanakya? Uh,
1: Namaskaram, sir. Uh, You see, when it comes to a party of the size of BJP, there is a sizable delegation you have to do in due course of time. It cannot be a a few people-centric party. So when you do delegation, you leave a lot of decision making a lot of strategic decision making to a lot of people on the ground so at times these decisions can go wrong these things can go wrong <clears throat> uh, by the way amit shah Ji was not managing karnataka you know there were different set of people who were in charge for karnataka as a different discussion for some other day but uh, if i'm sure if it was mr amit shah directly managing it you would have seen a different result as i know and understand the man the result would be completely different he leaves nothing to chance
0: uh, Rajguru is right. It was Rahil Sharif who was the PSO, not Kayani. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, one Rahul of the Adapa, yeah, Rahul Adapa wants to know, is this a moment Pakistan is going to break up into smaller countries?
1: Rahulji, Namaskar. I had predicted that Pakistan is going to break in 2019, sir. The Sri Ganesha has happened. The work is in progress. Four or five countries, we don't know. It will 101% break. And I can tell you before December, this will happen. Uh, december of this year not next year december of this year this will happen because there are groups within the pakistan who wanted to break there are groups within the people who wanted to break and i wanted i made a, a point in the last uh, my interaction with you people that how will a father fire on a son how will a son fire on a father because where the maximum unrest is that is lahore that is punjab right punjab police punjab army is 95% sunni muslim and the people who are again protesting are sunni muslims so how will one Sunni Muslim father kill a son or son kill a father? If you go to KPK, that is the story. So that is why Pakistan's army for the first time is so helpless. They are so seen, so powerless that a Niazi can dance them to tips. They tried to pull a quick one in yesterday in the court, but they realized the gravity of the situation. The police and the armies, their own guys might turn around them. It might become a French revolution. And so that is why they chickened out. That is why you don't know where exactly Asim Munir is. That is why you don't hear about Nadi Manjum. That is why, you know, even the triple one brigade was moved out. Nothing could be done. That is why they have started arresting their own kind and their wives. So it it is the country is going to break up. Economically, Pakistan cannot survive. Nobody is able to invest a nickel. Mind my words, nobody is nobody's ready to invest a nickel in Pakistan. Unless and until army is in its stature, what it used to be, let's say, six months back. If army doesn't control the shots, why do you anybody need Pakistan to do what? What is in Pakistan? Right. 100% liability, 100% loss. The only thing is you had one army in the world, which could be used as a militia, which could be used as mercenaries. And they, they always say in Kurdu, that means we have fought the wars of terrorism. But they never tell you for whom did you fight for yourself? Who paid you the money? So whoever pays money, they will go and fight his war. That is the USP of Pakistan army. Even you can hire them if you have that money. They
0: will come and fight your the war. There's no problem there. Next question, please. Steam plant Babai wants to know, when the ship hits the when the okay shit hits the yes. fan in Pakistan, is India looking at a refugee migrant crisis on the Western border?
1: Uh, Namaskar, sir. Honestly, that is exactly what we call when shit hits the fan. If a few thousand people die, and if the guns get out of control and these RPGs and the grenades and all start dominating the streets of Pakistan, for the first people who are vulnerable are the minorities of Pakistan because they will be slaughtered just for nothing, you know. And these usually frustration, yeah. Yeah. frustration on them because being a Hindu Christian or even a or Bora or a Shia in Pakistan is a curse. So that is the reality of life we live in. Secondly, they might play a trick. They may send a lot of people to Indian border to put pressure on India. Thirdly, this might be a way to infiltrate India. So we might be looking at an imminent refugee crisis. There is a possibility. I will not deny it. As far as I know, I think we have a plan to handle around a 10 million people. You know, these people of GBP or JK and uh, maybe 5.5 million there, and around of 5 million uh, minorities, which is essentially Hindu population. We might have a plan to handle there and rehabilitate them, but it can go much bigger, it can go much this and God knows they might use it as an opportunity to push people across because when it comes to Pakistan, anything is possible. Even what I'm fearing is they might do a small Kargil someday, somewhere, because if they think the things are breaking apart and they're not able to hold their flock together. So what they say in management is to identify a common enemy. What is the common enemy? It is India. What is the common, uh, what is the unifying factor? Ghazwai, Hind, Hindu hatred, gazi, Ghaznavi, Katal, Kafir. These are the usual things which happen there. So a limp, limited skirmish or a Kargil kind of a attack on India is also possible. And this time around, sir, I fear it might come from sea. Because I, I, some, I have no intel on this, but it is my intuition. It might come from sea. So, remember, uh, and Indian Navy stands ready, Coast Guard stands ready, but, you know, India has a very vast sea line and with our a lot of fissions and fractures within our country and, and we being a, uh, a demographic, uh, what to say, a demographic rainbow, I would not say a challenge, a demographic rainbow, things uh, can be tough. We have vulnerabilities, we have weak holes, we are covered most of the time, but, you know, our enemy also knows us well. I hope and pray they are able to control the situation. We, do, we should not end up into a
0: we should not end up into a refugee crisis. Uh, next question, please. Thank you, Aram. Jumlaendra Modi's Muslim Tripti current failed miserably. Two percent Muslims went to BJP. There's another alternative imaging for 2024. Ekam Sanatan Bharat Party. What do you think? Namaskar,
1: sir. You see, in politics. You know, evolution is the mother evolution is a process, which kind of goes on. Nobody can stop evolution. So it is up to BJP or it's up to the others. You know, how fast can they evolve or how fast can they deteriorate? If you can hold back to your fort, if you can hold back to your core values, you have a longer longevity. if you don't nature and uh, evolution will throw options. I know that, you know, all. for example, all the options of Congress have come within the Congress. Go to P.A. Sangma, go to Sharad Pawar, go to Vamta Didi and come to jyoti Raditya Sindhya, come to Himad Viswa Sarma, talk about Conrad uh, Sangma's father, P.A. Sangma. Where have these options come from? Where did Didi come from? Where did Jagarati's party come from? They all came from Congress. So, you know, every player has to reach a, a player. Every player reaches a place wherein it has to go back to its core values, has to you know get a lot of things right else things can become challenge you know options can be any too many a come party or whatever whatever but but you know uh,
0: evolution is a constant process i will rest my case kamesh punch wants to know kamesh punch wants to know money given to people by congress is a last moment and freebies also played a large part should bjp also play the same game
1: uh, Tamaji Namaskaram, sir. The freebies are a very dangerous situation. We know what happened to us. There used to be a country called Venezuela. And you know what Hugo Chavez did and what is his freebie scheme. This is nothing called free lunch on this earth. Uh, people are uh, using this freebie politics. It's dangerous for the economy. It's dangerous for the country. And I hope and pray good sense prevails. But I don't think BJP should get into this politics else. The kind of stature they hold, the kind of, uh, uh, you know, the resonance they hold, the kind of aura they hold, the kind of ethos they command, that will start getting depleting. And uh, there are some parties which are champions in freebies. If you go in that arena and try to fight them, I can assure you there is there is, no
0: of there is no chance of winning. I hope and pray they don't even touch this. Next question, please. Srinivas Bajju. Thank you, Srinivas. Why Congress not talking about EVM now, Sumiji? Sir, uh,
1: Srinivaji, that is what I was talking. Uh, you know, I, I, I diverted a bit from the topic. I said no AVM, no VV pad, no democracy, no constitution, no Muslim genocide, no election commission is corrupt, no organisations have been infiltrated. You know, no NIA, ED, CIA. You know, cash parrot. All these things have gone. When 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 Mr. Rahul Gandhi wins uh, today, it is his day. When he wins then everything in India is fair, good and it is the democracy which has prevailed it's the will of people which has prevailed. It is the great democratic ethos of India which has prevailed and when they lose oh let me go to Cambridge oh Mr. America, Mr. Europe please come and intervene everything here is shambling and uh, I told you about not only that press index, hunger index, this index, that index, you know infant mortality, human rights, democracy, everything else seems to be failing. Even today, I asked on a lot of channels, I'm repeating, sir. I don't know what is polarization, because when I look at it, I mean, Hindus voting and masse is called polarization, Hindu fascist BJP. Nationalism is, 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 is a satire in our country, but but when Muslims vote en masse, that is electoral. my electoral will. I can vote anybody I want. How does my religion matter? But as a Hindu, if I vote, Baba, what is this polarization? So even the polarization needs to be redefined in this country in the political spectrum. Though everybody knows what is polarization, so it is but natural. Rahul Gandhi will not talk today. The democracy is doing well. It's the moratorium. It is when the planetary push changes the the position of democracy
0: changes. It uh, it so it, it is it's like that. Today is his day. Sundar Ram Madhuri. I get the feeling BJP missed the bus. The day selected, the, the day they selected Mr. bommai he looked ineffective from day one. Do you agree?
1: Madhuraji Namaskar. Sir, you know, whenever a leader is selected, you look at all the possibilities, including the vote, caste, lingayat, non-lingayat, winnability, you know, what is his governance model? What is his track record? Is Has he a clean image and all? Based on that, the things are selected. But here, I I, I would say that something went wrong at the booth level, something went wrong and the Panna level, even, uh, you know, uh, these exit polls could not get it right. They were all predicting around 90, 95, 100, 410. So there was a possibility for Hangouts. That is why Mr. Kumaraswamy was even booking hotels in Singapore. But now incidentally, what has happened, I think uh, somebody in the Congress played a, played a smart card and played a card when it could not be countered. Five percent vote share moving in a three-party contest is a big thing. And this moving and not getting split and moving and mass, this mobilisation of vote share from JDS to Congress did the trick, sir, and, uh, and 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 everybody to anybody under uh, could not could not see this. There is this issue could not see this.
0: Naveen Kotha, thank you no, so much. Did OAC pull out of Karnataka election?
1: Uh, I would say OACG is
0: very close to Sri sir. He can comment better on them. <laughs> अच्छा उमेश भाई क्या हो गया आजकल नहीं आए खेलनेक नहीं आए मैच खेलने नहीं आए आप मैंने तो सुन रहा हूं आईसी सुन रहा हूं कि मैं आप मैच को खेलने को ही नहीं तो हार गए बीजेपी अब क्या होने वाला है किसको पता अब किसके बी टीम बनने वाले हैं तेलंगाना में आप, uh, के के अब केसीआर और कैसा भी बीटीम, उसको भी साथ खेलेंगे आप Okay, we will do both batting. We will do it in the batting. There is a whole confusion. Let us understand what we are going to do. Thank you. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> you could study it beautifully. I could not have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Bhimaya AM wants to know, will BJP at least now plan to develop next level leaders?
1: Sir, what I can tell you, Namaskar sir, uh, after every election when this, uh, there is uh, the The result looks like this. You have to do changes. Change is imminent and which involves leaders, which involves tactics, which involves strategy, which involves approach, which involves go-to-election strategy, which involves booth management, which involves a lot of things. And what I've been advocating earlier, a 360-degree change will deliver. If you are not doing a 360-degree change, you are doing knee-jerk reactions, you might repair the thing, but you will not be able to overhaul the thing. What you need is overhaul,
0: not a repair. Uh, Bhimea Ji, we answered this question already. Um, Mur- yeah, we already answered this question. Dakshinamurti wants to know, how Karnataka election have impact on Tamil Nadu and overall BJP in South India? Will BJP soften their stand against opposition to keep options open to seek support to cross-majority in 2024? Uh,
1: Dakshina Ji, Namaskaram, ma'am. So, the first thing is that the algorithm of a state election and the algorithm of a national election is completely different. State election is usually fought on state issues, and the state leaders play an important role. But when it comes to national level, uh, the alternate to Prime Minister Modi is Mr. Rahul ji, who is a Dattatre, Kohl, Kashmiri, Pandit, Brahman, Janyodari. When you saw him in Gujarat elections, he was wearing Janyu on the top of his coat. He was wearing a rudrashmala. He was wearing a Thrupud. He was wearing a Thruti. So he doesn't know how to wear it, but still he tried his way. He was wearing a Kurta. And you must have heard about pub hopping. He was doing temple hopping. After that, we did not see such an avatar of Mr. Gandhi. So, Mr. Gandhi is, 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 is a great leader. I respect him. I have all the respect for him in this world. You know, out of 39 elections, he has lost 29. Out of 49, 39, either one of the two. He has lost 140 MPs and around 230 MLA so far. So, and uh, he, at the time of late Sri Rajiv Gandhi ji, they were at 440 seats and they are at 50 seats. So, if he is a challenger to Prime Minister Modi, I think 2024 is not a lot to worry. But, uh, complacence on a highway can be fatal. I would say that.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Ramu wants to know, Modi card failed in Karnataka. BJP tried the same thing in West Bengal too. Do BJP need to introspect? Yes, yes, yes. Ramoji, namaskar. When such results come, you have to introspect, sir.
1: It is not optional. It is mandatory. Malab, yeah, You have. Karna hai. So, secondly, let me let me compare the two scenarios. In Bengal, BJP was nowhere. Suddenly, you reached to 77. If they were not, the last three phases had the COVID lockdown. And nobody could campaign. No campaigns were allowed. Then DT had a clarion call. BJP, nahi now you have to vote for me. Otherwise, mm. right. So there was that West Bengal could have been a close to call. I would not say that BJP was short, short to it. would have, But from 0 to 77. Now, who is the principal opposition party in West Bengal? Is BJP now. If you ask me, I was happy with the performance in West Bengal. But I am not happy with the performance in Karnataka. And, you know, you, you cannot always bank on Modi factor to win elections. This is not an ideal situation. Prime Minister Modi has a lot on his plate. He has hundreds of things on his plate. For last 22 years, he has not taken a chutti. You know, you you have to get your lot of acts together. Modi factor works. It is there. But you And if you just want this Mr. Modi to come and make you win every election, well, that is not the ideal strategy. I completely concur.
0: Thank you so much, Ji. Viewers, you take away one thing from us. We don't really support Modi or we don't you know, oppose anybody else. We want a healthy democracy. I've said this thing many times. So when something like that, when democracy wins, we should celebrate that also. And learn from your mistakes and be a better party, be a better person, be a better Prime Minister. That's all I can hope for. Thank you once again, Sumitji. We'll be back next Thursday. By that time, much water would have flown down the River Sindhu. So we'll see what happens. Namaskar.
1: Namaskar, sir. Thank you very much. And Sadhu